Hey, welcome to our Friday bonus episode on Midwest Shitfest. This week, I introduce you to my personal friend and gaming journalist, Sam Prell. This is a part of our new series where Sam deep dives into the games that excite him in hopes to educate me more on the ever-changing world of gaming. Enjoy! here from Midwest Shitfest. Um, today we're trying something new. Uh, we're gonna uh, learn a little bit about uh, some video games. Um, that sounds very generic right there. Learn about them <laughs> video games. Uh, Hi all you older millennials. Do you have kids? <laughs> Do you have kiddos that are playing around with those video games? What are those all about? We got, we the- got somebody here who might tell us a thing or two. <laughs> Sam, why don't you um, come on stage? <laughs> Uh, I'm joined by Sam Prell uh, today, uh, who who knows a little bit about video games and has done some uh, writing in the past uh, for a few outlets. And yes. uh, you could probably speak to a little bit more about that, about um, not qualifications. That's that's the wrong. Oh no, word. I like I feel qualifications. Like that... that makes me sound okay, very professional. Oh good. Uh, which I am not, but I have written for. Um, uh, Penny Arcade Report, G4, Destructoid, Joystick, Games Radar, Digital Trends, um, probably a few other freelance places that I'm forgetting right now. Um, but basically, I was a games journalist for uh, 10 years from the time of being in college when I was writing about games on my own personal blog, which no longer exists. Uh, and that led to me making contact with Nintendo's PR firm, which led to a blossoming career. And then what? I decided I'd had enough of it. And I'm <laughs> I only play games for fun now. I don't I don't write about them so much anymore. Uh what what did you talk about on your original blog? Was that what like the first thing that you did that you got started and just had a blog and you had fun doing that? Yeah, I mean it was it's all the same stuff that you would see on later sites, just kind of a precursor like primordial form to it Mm -hmm. you know no real uh writing discipline because i hadn't learned proper construction or uh you know no journalism to it because i didn't have any contact so it was basically it was exactly what every kid was doing with (laughs) that version of facebook which is let me post my thoughts about a video game and i just made it a higher word count (laughs) <laughs> made it a higher word i i'm intrigued by that because literally uh last night we were uh doing a origins uh not origin well origins is the segment that we're calling it uh but we were talking about how i know mclean and what he was doing in like his whole creative career if you will and uh back in like 1997 or maybe it was like 1999 is when he was doing it he um he had a dragon ball z forum that he like just ran and like was in a magazine for one of the top ten. Um, uh, I can't remember what he's talking about it the other night. Uh, it's on recording, so I don't have to remember it. I can just look at it later. Um, but anyway, or listen to it later if you will. Um, but I thought that was intriguing. What year was your was your was your forum out? Or if you if you don't, uh, you well, know, I mean, I just have to think back. So I was 
I was doing the game journalism job for 10 years, so that would have been back in 2011. That's when I graduated, and that would be two years before that, so 2009. Oh, okay. So about 10 years after McLean was doing a Dragon Ball Z forum, you were doing a another forum, just just on your own. Yes. Um, okay, cool. I mean, um, not so much a forum as just like more closer to a live journal, if any of your audience understands that reference. Okay, cool. A live, a live journal, um, as opposed to the other journals that are dead. Um, well, great. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm very excited to hear what what game you're talking about. Um, just because I'm always looking for more games, and personally, I feel that I have a hard time finding games that I recommend, or not that I recommend. I have a hard time finding games because there's so many being thrown at you sure. out there, um, and I. I do enjoy personal recommendations where I'm much more likely to actually play something or like feel better about buying or purchasing that game if I know a few things about it without actually having to do a whole lot of research. But uh, what's uh, what's the game that you've got today? Oh, boy. Uh, well, I wish that I had known that availability was one of the criteria <laughs> because <laughs> this... No, it's not. It's oh, not. good, because uh, this is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. So maybe one person listening to this will be like, "Oh yeah, I have a PS5." Um, we were uh, we were talking about just the PlayStation Five, just in general. You got me thinking about this of what so, or what people would do if they won the lottery, and the amount of people that said that they would purchase. They a would PS5 get a PS5, like, <laughs> right? Is like that's pretty good, like. That Sony's done that. The fact that, like, if they won the lottery, people would then definitely buy one of these. But that's the only thing holding them back from getting a PlayStation Five. So they're they're doing something right, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I like, know. this is an off off tangent sort of thing. But it, there's a whole bunch of reasons as to why it's difficult to get one, and it both is and is not beneficial to Sony for the current market to stay the way that it is. But it's also not sustainable. So. I expect we'll probably see more PlayStation 5s in the wild by hopefully August. I know mm. people wanted it a lot sooner than that, but... Well, you have one, don't you? I do. Okay. Well, you, I, I know... I gave in, and I purchased one off of eBay. If anybody is looking for tips to get their own, uh, two things. You can set up alerts to notify your phone when there are things in stock. There's a website literally called Now in Stock. Um, I don't know if it's nowinstock.com or nowinstock.net, but you go there and you can set alerts to be sent to your phone, to your email, to whatever, so that as soon as these things pop up, you can just go in and try and get one. So that way you're not <laughs> just randomly checking at random intervals of the day. Um so that is one strategy. The strategy that worked out for me was to go on eBay, and if you look up just PlayStation 5s by themselves, the markup is much higher than a PlayStation 5 bundle that comes mm -hmm. with things like an extra controller or a game or mm -hmm. like a year's subscription of PlayStation Plus. So since I was starting from scratch, and I was like, well... I want those things anyway. <laughs> I want a game. I want an extra controller. I just got the bundle, which was marked up, and I'm not going to say how much I paid. <laughs> uh, but percentage-wise, it was much more reasonable than if I had just gotten a PlayStation 5 at the current rate that those are selling. 
So well, that's good. If you're not, if you're okay with spending a bit above market value, a look bit? for PlayStation Five bundles on eBay. Otherwise, that now in stock trick would be my my go to suggestion. But the game, yes, yes, yes. Sorry, not yes, the system right. is. Yeah. <laughs> Demon's Souls. That's demon apostrophe S <laughs> space another S. Olds. Olds. Mm, that's good. Demons I'm glad you said that. Souls. Uh, that that did, was that intentional? Do you think that they tried to? Well, never mind. You, we could probably make our own in in uh, infer inferment. I mean, it's weird because grammatically, demons, souls, the way that it is, would mean the same thing if it was just called demon souls with yeah, no apostrophe so... S. It's just the trickiness of putting those S's next together that makes so it So already weird. out of the gate, we've got questions not answered. Yes. So who knows? We're off to quite the adventure already. Uh, but... Uh, tell me about this game. I want to I wanna know more. Okay, so Demon's Souls is interesting because uh, it is actually a remake of a um, 2009 game. Uh, also called Demon's Souls. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that one was a PlayStation 3 exclusive, and it really didn't get much traction or attention upon release. It kind of got a cult following but didn't break out into anything major. It was the follow-up Dark Souls that got oh. a lot of attention. And that's the thing, is that people have heard of Dark Souls. Um, right. Even if you haven't played Dark Souls, you might know the style of gameplay, um, or you might just know that it is famously difficult. It is a very <laughs> difficult series of games. And that is part of the charm and the appeal. So Demon's Souls is this kind of interesting... Um, it's kind of like the the lattice upon which would be built a much stronger foundation. So Demon's Souls itself is interesting and fun in its own, but you can also kind of pick it apart from like an archaeological perspective and see things like okay, I see how this boss eventually became this other boss in Demon's, or, or sorry, this boss in Demon's Souls became this boss in Dark Souls. Or okay. I see how doing this sort of a layout um, changed their ways of how they built levels into making them more like this in a later game. So it's kind of like you're seeing the really early concepts that wouldn't come and be fully fleshed out until later. But they're still That's interesting cool. and fun in their own right. Huh. Um, is it... It's interesting that they're going back and revisiting it, because from what it sounds like you're saying, it's the, hey, they, they did this flop, and then Dark Souls took off. But now to go back and revisit the thing that was kind of an inspiration for that is a... I feel like, I mean, I feel Dark Souls has been huge. You right. Know? And like, so that's interesting. They're like, no, 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 we want to keep doing the same thing, but same, but diff diff, if you will. Right. So, I, you know, this remake would not exist if Dark Souls had not taken off the way that it did. Right. Um, Demon's Souls would have still been this interesting, weird little experiment, but it wouldn't have the niceties that having it on PlayStation 5 brings, which is. Um, so the remake is actually made by a different team. Oh, okay. But they keep 
all of the level layout is the same. The enemy AI is the same for the most part. I mean, there's a few differences that I'm sure hardcore fans would pick apart, but it's basically the same game, hmm. but with a fresh coat of paint. And oh. it's the original was done by a studio called From Software. Okay. And this new one is done by Blue Point. Do I know either of those two? Uh, well, From Software also went on and did the rest of the Dark Souls games. Okay, so um, I they also did Bloodborne. Okay, and they did a game called Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, hmm. which came out in 2019. And they are currently working on a game called Elden Rings, which very little information has been given, but it is being made in collaboration with George R.R. R. Martin oh. of Game of Thrones fame. Oh. But it's funny because before that, I mean, From Software has made tons and tons and tons of games. They were actually kind of known for making middle tier not that great of games what a good was, thing to be known for it was like a hey do you want a game made on the cheap and like you know <laughs> it doesn't need to be top shelf but you just want to sell like maybe a couple thousand instead of the 12 million that call of duty sells come to from software so uh, a deal for you their big money maker before dark souls was the armored core series which goes back to, know. like, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 days. Oh, jeez. And that's a robot mech piloting simulator uh, known for its incredibly wonky controls that <laughs> uh, you are actually better off playing that game, or some of them, if I, if I remember correctly. There are some of the games and some of the control schemes where it's actually encouraged for you to turn the controller upside down because it works better. Oh my! <laughs> and God. makes more sense. Uh, okay, all right. I'm I'm seeing these mediocre games. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to see that now. Yes, I guess that that, tra that tracks. And so then they made uh, Demon Souls, and that led to Dark Souls. Dark Souls was the breakout hit. Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne were both very popular, and Dark Souls 3 was very popular. So they kind of really hit their stride with Dark Souls, but Demon Souls is what when was the kicked them out of that B-tier into something worth paying attention to. So Demon Souls was there, like was the one that you said that, sorry, you just said that it kicked them out, or Dark Souls was the one that kicked them out into the that next level let's in your let's confuse this analogy even further by saying <laughs> that demon souls is like the wind up and dark souls is the actual like punch or kick or however you want to imagine okay that. okay okay that dark that souls tracks. dark souls wouldn't have happened and wouldn't have been as good as it is without demon souls but demon okay. souls itself did not get that much recognition upon release okay okay that makes sense when did um when did the new one that they released, the remake, come out? The game that you were uh, just talking this about past today. November. It was a launch title for the PlayStation Five. Man, that's real recent. Also, uh, I just realized that we've been talking about this game for a little bit, and I haven't actually described what it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, yeah. What what? So I assume it's like solitaire. Right. Yeah. No, there's lots of cards. Um, no, it, it is. Uh, it's an action RPG. And uh, to go back to 
how influential this sort of design has been, you know, they now call games Souls likes or Souls born. Uh Uh, Like it sort of has created its own genre. But basically, it's third person camera uh, following your created character. And combat is done with basic and heavy strikes of uh, medieval fantasy weapons, usually sword and shield, but you can also do axes, glaives. um, All the good stuff. Yeah. Like when you think of like a knight in a fantasy fighting dragons. Right. That sort of stuff. And basically what has happened is this land, this kingdom has come under siege from demons and you just need to go kill the demons. And the the storytelling is very opaque. Uh, Okay. It's in the margins like you have to you have to pay attention to the environment and what people are saying about things rather than them talking to your character so it's not like ah brave hero i see that you have traveled from this place to come to this place and i need you to go fight this witch it's more like oh i killed the witch and i see that there are two bodies over here and this one is wearing clothes that match the description that the guy gave me of his wife (laughs) so that must have been his wife and blah 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 so it's all very like it doesn't come at you with anything other than the gameplay. It lets you focus just on exploration and combat and managing your resources, um, which are your health, your mana, and your stamina. Okay. Attacking costs stamina, um, which leaves you open to attack if you use too much. Health is, you're very fragile. Any enemy, even in the first level, could easily one or two shot kill you. And oh, then great. Bosses are even more ferocious. You will die a lot. Uh, it's certainly a huge accomplishment if you're able to get through all of a Souls game without dying. And uh, the real kick in the pants is in a Souls game, when you kill an enemy, you gather what would be experience points in any other RPG. Right. And in any other RPG, you would just keep those points and you would use them to level up. In a Souls game, you don't get to level up until you make it back to a safe spot Mm. to spend those souls, to spend that XP. Because in the game, they're called souls. So I kill an enemy, I take his souls, and now I've got my little counter of how many souls I have. And that is how I level up. Now, if I die before I get to a safe spot, If I don't make it back to that same spot where I died, I just lose all those souls. They're all gone. Oh, good. Yeah. Those are the always the good games that just give you anxiety when you start doing well. That are like, "Mm, because they need to go bury this in the ground. Exactly. Save this for later. (laughs) Yes, it's like a a dog or a pirate with treasure. It's just like I want to keep progressing but i really should take this back uh really should be getting home right now um well that's like the whole shtick with all of like i mean the souls genre from what i understand is just the idea or at least dark souls is that that's its whole big claim from what i see of just that it's insanely difficult and that the game is just 
all of these games are more and more difficult than the previous and just that they you're <laughs> people speed running running them are absolutely like incredible for these games that go through and do all this stuff or like the runs where they go through without allegedly taking a hit in dark souls yep. or, or stuff no like that runs. that are just impossible um but it's interesting to see that games are getting more and more difficult do you think this one i know you talked about the difficulty before do you think they are trying to build games more and more difficult like the dark souls and lean into that where like this is or because it's the original one they're like hey maybe not as difficult or i don't know maybe that question doesn't track you know it's it's interesting because if you were to go back in time and experience this game in 2009 the original version it would be a slog it would be <laughs> real difficult to get through um it's because it was so new at the time right all these concepts hadn't really been popularized mm-hmm. and you didn't have these things that like you didn't know how to approach it right it's right. like a totally new thing, so you just don't know what you're really doing. Now that there have been, what, four games plus this remake? Uh, right. It's like, okay, I know what a Soulsborne game is now. I know yeah. what I'm getting into here. I know that I need to be cautious and trepidatious. I know that if there's a hallway, there's probably a guy waiting at the end of the door <laughs> to ambush me. Uh, I know that if there's a narrow ledgeway that something's probably going to collapse and I can fall to my death and die instantly. So, like, now, I I really don't consider Demon Souls to be that hard. Okay, um, good. If you approach it with the right mindset. Mm. But again, that mindset is informed by 10-plus years of these <laughs> types of games. So I can't really say how difficult it even is currently just because there have been so many of these types of games that we've gotten used to it and i think what made it difficult in the first place was that it was so different now that it's not so different it's not so difficult now are there easier settings on this no these games okay no so it's like cuphead if you will there's no like you can't go to the options menu and kick it down a notch there's nothing like that all but i mean there are very fervent and active communities of players that will suggest items uh builds for you to try out and i always like to play these first my own way and just kind of figure things out as i go and Mm -hmm. then i like to come back a second time and try out the stuff that the community suggests and try out these alternate builds and Mm -hmm. if anybody out there is going to try demon souls uh Start with the wizard. Be a wizard. Be a wizard, okay. Harry. Because achoo, oh, I like excuse how, me. I like how you're like, I like to do my own thing. I just want to make sure it's done. I don't want to listen to the community. But if you are going to do that, but, be a wizard. <laughs> don't do what I say is the best thing to do. Well, Right off that, but then also listen to me. So I will give you an <laughs> example. Uh, there, is a, there is a boss fight in Demon's Souls that takes place up on a fairly narrow bridge, a walkway, um, way high up in the sky. So if you fall off the bridge, you die. Mm-hmm. There's, it's impossible to survive. And these, uh, this thing called a man-eater 
comes swooping in and it's basically like part lion, part human. It's got bat wings and a snake for a tail and it's highly aggressive. Like a lot of bosses uh, in these games, what's nice about them is they do kind of let you have your space so you can watch and figure out what they're about. But these guys will come charging at you. They'll destroy parts of the level. They'll knock you over. Um, They're just very, very aggressive as far as bosses go. (laughs) And uh, I was trying to say this as a surprise, but if you've noticed, I've been saying they. Well, when you get one of them down to 20% or 100 seconds into the fight, a second one shows up. Oh, cool. So it's just this, like, you are just getting bullied and beaten the hell out of. Uh, if you're not dying outright to them attacking you, they'll hit you with poison. They'll stun you. Uh, or you'll And you be- said this is one of the first bosses? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, okay. This you you shifted gears from that. Okay, good. Well, Demon Souls, you can actually tackle levels in multiple orders. So if you wanted oh. to, this could be the third boss. I okay. wouldn't suggest making it the third boss, <laughs> but you could if you wanted. Um, no, I would save it for last or close to last. But anyway, the first time I went through, I just was getting. Can, can I can I say ass on this podcast? Yeah, you can say whatever. Okay, you want. I was getting my <laughs> ass handed to me, and I was getting so frustrated. Uh, that I was like, I'm not a screamer or gamer react type person. Like, if you go to YouTube and look up gamers react to Demon Souls, I'm not like that at all. Not like Joe Salaba playing League of Legends? No, well, not like me playing League of Legends. Oh, okay. Um, But, I mean, I was not getting anywhere with this fight. I There were times I was playing trying to do this one fight for hours (laughs) because you also have to get back to the fight so like when you die you respawn okay now i've got to go through the enemies that are in my way to get to the boss fight and then i can do the boss fight again now do you have uh is is loot a big thing in this like do you drop all your okay oh thank god no you keep everything that you picked up oh phew okay um But yeah, so I was like, there were times where I just like, I clenched my fists and (laughs) there were times where I just gave up. I think the latest I was playing, I go to work for my full-time job at about 6.30 in the morning and there was one night that I was playing and I was just like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do this. I'm going to beat this guy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bed until I win. And it was like 1.20 in the morning when I was just like, I have work tomorrow. I can't do this anymore. And at one point, I I did not actually cry, but I would be lying if I was not, if I said I wasn't close to it. Like, I set the controller down and put my head in my hands, and I was just like, it's so hard. I can't. Oh, my God. Okay. He's already won. That was me. That was me on my first go through. I'm currently playing through a second playthrough, this time as a wizard. Okay. Oh, smart. Took me two tries. Oh. (laughs) And I was just like, yeah. 
Yeah, that that that, that was tracks. a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. Hmm. Well. So yeah, but I mean, like, I pl- I plan on playing this game through and through. I definitely want to get um the platinum. If you if you are really unfamiliar with PlayStation terminology, what that means is basically you get every single uh, trophy in a game, and trophies are little digital awards you get for completing certain criteria. Like hmm. some games make it really easy, and it's just like beat the game. Right. Some games make it harder. In Demon Souls, for example, it's like beat the boss, but in a specific way that makes it harder. Oh no! And that's that's the same as like. Uh... 100 percenting the game on like um xbox right or any of that yeah stuff yeah it would be like it'd be the equivalent of getting every achievement in an xbox game okay Um, okay so i plan to do that and like with bloodborne i did you know how games have new game plus right dark souls demon souls they all have new game plus and as far as i know they don't have a cap on how many you can do but in Bloodborne, I was like New Game Plus 8, something like that. Like, I took a single character through that game eight eight or nine times. Jeez. And Demon Souls, I imagine I'm going to go through it at least four or five times. And I'm Man. on run number two right now. I like that how this game started with, like, making you cry. And you're like but I love it so much and I'm going to play it all the time. It's, it's because like, (laughs) it's such a brick. So here's what actually, um, why I really like it. It is hard. I won't deny that it is difficult, but it's also not unfair. Mm. Mm Hmm. That's always good. It's not like that was fucking bullshit that came out of nowhere. It's like, right now that's on me. I, you're right. I should have known I'm better than this. Okay. Yes. There's always some kind of option to get around the obstacle that is frustrating you. There's always some kind of approach you can take or different strategy you can try to basically jump over that hurdle. And in the case of like those, the, the man eater boss fight, it really was like my first run through. I was all like sword and shield. I'm going to be a sword and shield guy. <laughs> and that is really dangerous. <laughs> turns out because you have that to get not close. a good time. <laughs> right. But being a wizard, it was super easy because I was just like, well, I'm just going to hit them from a distance. And then they 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 have a few ranged attacks, but not anything too terrible. So I was able to just kind of keep away from them and beat them that way what would you say the uh learning curve is like on this game that's what i uh, that's why i'm intrigued to see because i mean it Steep. sounds like the learning curve uh yeah it, it sounds pretty bad for you from crying to wanting to play more but i mean i mean it is a sheer cliff face uh <laughs> you th- the nice thing is that the gameplay is all rock solid like i said there's nothing frustrating or uh, what I would say is clunky or ill-designed in the terms of like moving to a place, moving your character feels good, attacking feels good, dodging feels good. It all makes sense. Um, the UI kind of takes a little bit of getting used to because I think a lot of people who come to these sorts of games are used to just like mashing the attack button 
mm-hmm. and here it's a shoulder button, so that's a little different, but it also oh. uses up stamina, so, like, if you attack too much, you yeah. can't attack anymore until your stamina huh. refills. Or if you sprint too much or you dodge too much, you if that depletes your stamina, you can't do those things. So you're not super powerful, and you've got to get used to the fact that your character is weak and vulnerable. But, mm-hmm. again, if you approach things with a with an open mind or with a learned mind... A learned, a learned, a learned mind. mind, yes... Uh, then you can you can handle those things. So like instead of just trying to slash away at everything, you know, take a moment to observe its surroundings. How is it behaving? How is it uh, interacting with its environment? Is there any environmental dangers around it? Like I said, if I see a hallway in a Souls game, I'm like, well, there's a guy behind there. <laughs> well, that's a bad time. So yeah, gotta go through there. So, All right, well, exactly. So instead of just being like, oh, it's a hallway, do 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 do. Take a second and be like, hmm, I bet there's a guy up ahead. I should probably put my shield up, or I can cast invisibility on myself, or all these other different things that you can do. I can find another way around. So it it's difficult, and there is a learning curve of figuring out just how different this game approaches your character and character power. Once you get past that, though it really doesn't get more difficult in terms of what you need to learn. Mm-hmm. It's just getting better at practicing those same basic skills. You can do everything that you can do at the end of the game. Pretty much you can do at the beginning of the game. It's always oh, going to okay. be like melee attack, basic magic, dodging. That's really all there is to the combat. And it doesn't grow from that into anything spectacular. But you'll That's... get so much better at it. That is, that's an interesting, I, I feel like that's, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess I don't know if I want to make a statement of that's regular or irregular, but that's an interesting thing because I do feel like a lot of games that I play, it is more of like, hey, you unlock more things and we'll make you more powerful and stuff like this. But like, hey, no, you have a lot of the, like, not a lot of the power right now because you do upgrade stuff right. from what you're talking about. But the idea that like, hey... You've got the moves right now to do a lot of this stuff. It's not like we're going to throw a new mechanic at you and slowly build things up of like, you've got it. All right. Good luck. Yeah. It's, and you might find like a status effect like, oh, this enemy poisons me, but I can heal myself with poison just like I could heal myself with damage. So Mm -hmm. there's never anything that's like super complex or that doesn't make sense. That's good. I like that. I like the logicalness if you will, to these games. of, uh, I would actually yeah. say, in fact, there's there's so much logic that it sometimes becomes like, oh, a video game wouldn't have done that, but a person would have, and this game is trying to make me think more like a person. So, slight spoilers. Uh, <laughs> in one of the levels, there is a guy uh, trapped in a cage, who asks you to free him. And for the most part, freeing people is helpful. They'll give you items. They'll sell stuff to you. They're thankful. Um, This guy, if you pay attention again to the environment and to what people have been saying, you'll look at his armor and realize that he's an assassin 
out to uh, oh. basically kill anybody who knows about magic. <laughs> Which includes, like, all of... Well, no, actually. It includes, like, all of the NPCs back at your base. So all the people that you can buy items from, that you can buy spells from. Oh, jeez. If you let him live and go back to your base, he'll start killing people. And, like, you won't be able to stop it because it happens while you're away. So you'll, you'll go back to base. He'll be there. You'll leave on a mission, you'll come back, and somebody's dead. I love that, because that is very, like, uh, logical of just the, like, ah, yep, I don't know what I expected. I had all the pieces. I should have been able to figure that one out, but I didn't, and this is what I get. Yeah, it's like, wait, why did I invite the crazy assassin (laughs) man into my home? That was a bad choice, and now I can't buy spells anymore. So, like, there is... There are going to be things like that that feel like, oh, well, that wasn't fair. But if you do think about them from a logical perspective, I think that they kind of work themselves out. I think you have to with a game that's as frustrating and you know people are going to rage and get pissed at it, where you've got to think through a lot of that stuff when designing a game like that. And you've got to seal up as many of those holes because if you have any level of bullshit, I think people are going to like really zero in on that and just be irate about it. So you've got to, you got to really like that takes a lot of detail to go on, which is um, cool to see. Like we talked about before that games are kind of evolving that way and are allowed and able to do that. And people are responding to them well and not just rage. Right. (laughs) Um, How many hours of play would you say that you think, I mean, it sounds like it's quite a few and the fact that you're going through and playing it again that it is intriguing for you to play again is a good sign as well. I feel like that's always helpful with games. Yeah, I would say um, somebody who's familiar with Souls games, their first time through, probably around 30 hours. Okay. Um, Somebody who's not familiar with Souls games and their first time through, probably closer to 40, 45 I thought there was going to be a massive jump. Uh, no, not quite. Three, not quite that insane. No. Uh, well, yeah. If somebody's really not familiar and they come in, uh, their playtime is probably going to be like ten minutes, and they'll be like, "This is stupid." Nope, I'm out. I gave it a try. I didn't like what I saw. Oh man, yeah. Um, it sounds super intriguing. So if you like Dark Souls, it sounds like it's definitely right up your alley. Um, if you don't like complex games and you like playing games to feel good at the end of the day, this is not even close to a game for you. You know, uh, on that note, I want to give a little bit of like a personal connection story here. So okay. um, I have in the past struggled with uh, clinical depression and I found various different tools to help me with that when I have episodes or flare-ups. Mm-hmm. And I was having one of those flare-ups uh, right before I started playing this. And, you know, people were kind of like, wait, so you're <laughs> so you're already stressed out and anxious, and you want to play a game that's supposed to be famously <laughs> difficult and frustrating and like rage inducing. Well, there's your problem. The thing is 
like I said, these this game in particular and the Souls games take a lot of focus. They, yeah. I'm moving very deliberately through the level. I'm checking every door. I'm looking for secret passageways. I'm mm-hmm. trying to uncover every single little puzzle. And by pouring all of my focus into that game, I actually ended up feeling a lot less stressed and anxious because huh. I wasn't so worried and thinking about all the stuff that was making me upset. I was just focused on Okay, up ahead there's a dragon. He's not doing anything right now, but if I take two steps forward, he'll probably see me. What can I do to not be killed by the dragon? I do think that's intriguing because I I bet you there's a significant factor of it is that much more satisfying when you do complete something that you've yes. failed 100 times yes. and then the 101st time you actually get it and you're like, ah, this is such a good game. You have much stronger emotions towards that game rather than the, well, I just ran through it and did it all in one shot. So yeah. it's a good game, I guess. And uh, the thing is, like, right before I played this game, I was playing through the PlayStation 4 version of Final Fantasy 12. 12. Yes, 12. Mm-hmm. Um which is a game that also like this originally came out 10 plus years ago. Right. And I had played it on the original PlayStation two when it first came out and I got like 80% of the way done. And for some reason, I don't know why I just got busy with other stuff and (laughs) never finished it. So I was like, I would really like to see how the story of this one ends, but I didn't really enjoy the whole, like just mindless grinding up until that point because i was like right. i just want to get to the end i'm not here to really engage with the game that i already played 60 hours of when i was you know 16 <laughs> so i really wasn't enjoying myself because it was just going from place to place and killing monsters that had no chance against me and i was just there for the story and if you're just there right. for the story that's fine but it's not you're a gonna... super engaging process so i right. went from like just kind of glass-eyed. Yeah, here I go. Okay, next place. Okay, that's cool. Oh, here's a different spot. Okay, done. Two. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a guy over there. And there's a guy over there. Like it took me as long <laughs> to get through one building in front of me in Demon Souls as it did to get through an entire like open area full of monsters in Final Fantasy 12, just because I had to be that careful and thoughtful and deliberate. Man, that's that's yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I I don't know if I have that kind of focus. I I, I keep thinking about like I don't I don't know if I could like. But I, I guess you take it little by little. You just kind of inch your way through it. But man, yeah, that like it seems almost overwhelming. And for <laughs> many people, it is. And I I I don't blame anybody for turning it down i mean <laughs> it's if it's not your kind of thing it's not your kind of thing do you think that they're going to expand to other platforms with it um or is it very graphics demanding i would imagine it is if they're remaking a game you said with a new fresh coat of paint it probably looks phenomenal i'm sure that theoretically this could run on the xbox series x the newest xbox but mm-hmm. uh it, licensing and exclusivity deals and blah 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 oh. Right. You know, it was a PlayStation 3 exclusive when it launched. Sony has the rights to that. So Sony controls that whole thing. 
I can't see any reason why it would ever come to PC or Xbox. It's just not their, just not Sony's style in the past, and I can't imagine them changing that now. That's good. I need to set expectations. If I want to play this game, or if I'm thinking that this is intriguing, I'm going to need a PlayStation 5 at least. And, um, yeah. Okay. Good to know. Well, um, yeah, that about, uh, that about wraps things up here. Uh, thank you so much for all the information. Uh, Demon Soul, Demon's Souls. Yeah, get those S's uh, in there. Get, get, yeah, what is that? Four? No. That, <laughs> Three of them. But two of them are right next to each other. So it feels like five. <laughs> <laughs>